This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All suck. Right, wake up, here we go, it's Tuesday, Tuesday, the week in the NFL is over 15 NBA games last night, none this evening, and we got the Eddie Scazzeri, imagine what you could do with all that money you've got with your power people, and across from me, his name is Al Dorian. Dukes, what's up? Thank you, Jerry, I could tell you that uh, for the fraudulent five next segment, there has been a shake-up this there better week. Be. There better the, be, there better be. The NFL is The birds better up. be, I actually thought about this driving in. Okay. An Eagle fan cannot root for the Cowboys. A Cowboy fan cannot root for the Eagles. So the shakeup better include the Eagles off the list. That's uh, all I'm going to say. I'm not sure, Jerry. So, I, I haven't taken a look at my list yet. I will tell you, if they're on the list, I am going to start playing over your voice, Evan Roberts singing the uh, Phillies lose, Phillies lose thing. Oh, the, his Eagles. Uh, I cannot take it. Actually, it was a Phillies, the yeah, Phillies. Phillies song. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Yeah, so well, that's we'll just, see. Just beware. I am prepared to mute you. We'll see. That's next segment, at five twenty-five. Now today is election day, Jerry. This is what I'm told. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, so who you, uh, who you voting for president? Uh, you know, I was hoping. I was like, why don't we vote for president every two years? <laughs> Make it like you know, like uh, an, an owner in baseball who <laughs> just if you don't like what they're doing immediately, get rid of them. Well, an owner in baseball doesn't go anywhere. I mean, well, I mean, a oh, manager. like a coach or a GM. like a manager, yeah, gotcha. yeah, manager, GM, right? Oh, Aaron Boone only got us to the playoffs. Let's throw well, him isn't out. that what impeachment's for? Impeachment? I never know how impeachment works. Get him out. Because Bill Clinton was impeached. I don't remember him leaving True. office. That's I fair. think Donald Trump was impeached. I don't remember them throwing him out All of right, office. Good point. Good I don't point. Even Boomer. know what that means. Yeah. Good point. All right. Well, You're right, they got like, four years. You got to remember. You got to give them time to settle in. Yeah, they do have to get stuff done. Yeah, if previously had I heard someone was going to be impeached, you I would thought think they were gone immediately. I'd right. be like, you're impeached, get out. And then the vice president takes over. But w- who knows? Would you ever sleep if you were the president? No. Like, how could you? I don't know. You just walk around with eye picks, with the toothpicks in your yeah. eyes. Yeah. Hey. I would just be on my private plane all the time, Jerry, getting her done. <laughs> Air Force One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, anything that where they go. This will raise your taxes. I'm voting no. You're out. I'm out. This bridge that's falling down, uh, we need to fix it. Is it going to raise my taxes? Yes. I have have a suggestion for you. All right. Move to Iowa. Iowa? (laughs) This is not the place for you. (laughs) Yeah. I did love, and God bless him, Phil Murphy at least tried. He's touting this whole uh, $1 billion reduction in property taxes and blah, 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 which is nice. Whatever. It's still ridiculously expensive. Yeah. So, thank you. 
In fact, Jerry, my property so taxes are one billion dollars a year. That's what I'm paying. I don't Hence, know why you're the uh, highest paid producer in New York City. Yeah, I don't know what everybody else is paying, but I pay one billion dollars. And all the voting signs in your neighborhood after today, get them off the lawns. You would you would like to think so, although yeah. some are going to linger, as you do know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some will be sitting there. Yeah, there are some lingering. That signs. guy ran. How I always wonder, like, not well. Do they need to get permission, or could they just jam a sign on your lawn? I don't know the answer to that. I do know I saw a friend of mine who owned a business once did that, and he put a, a cop <laughs> showed up at his place with all the signs and said, don't put them there again. Oh. And I don't know where they were. They might have been on, like, school pro. I don't know. I don't know if that's allowed. I guess if no one says anything or complains, it's fine. My guess is, like, when they, when they put them near the highways, that's just whatever land sure. they jam them in there. But to put them on, like, the Reco front lawn, I'd probably need well, to I'm knock. I'm going to go throw it out. Well, I probably would need to knock on your door yes, and say, of course. may I put my sign here? Of course, right now you don't want to go to my house because I have a, a raccoon sleeping in the recyclable bin. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if the thing's dead, if it crawled in and got stuck, or if it was sleeping. I have no idea. Maybe it crawled in your recycling bin. Maybe there were some beers and tequila bottles. I got a drunk in there. raccoon. Yeah, that's possible. With a little extra, he sucked it all down, and now oh, he's feeling loopy. It's unbelievable. Hmm. Whatever. All right. Yeah. I vote no on raccoons today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Jerry. Would you vote yes or no for having um, uh, beavers living under your uh, your your uh, no? Your shed out back. No, I will have groundhogs already living groundhogs. under. I have a whole family of them. I you, don't want that either. So you're going to vote no on that? I vote no when for you groundhogs, go. beavers, and raccoons. Okay. I'm fine with deer. It's an interesting platform you're running Thank on. Thank you, yes. So you're for deer. You're voting yes, deer, no, beavers, raccoons, and groundhogs. Uh, groundhogs. Correct. Okay. Well, it's nice to know where you stand politically, oh, Jerry. That's where I stand. Uh, the Ravens won last night, Jerry. I'm not sure if anyone really Who cared cares? all that much about that game. What a I don't what a nothing game. They're six and three though. Yeah, all right. Twenty seven thirteen win over. They're a good the Saints. team. I, I'm not surprised. The Saints aren't. Not surprised. <laughs> so this outcome did not surprise you. With everything going on yesterday, yeah, the Monday night football thing, uh, the Monday night football game to me was like the least interesting. What was more interesting? Would you say? Oh, I think Xavier McKinney's stupid injury on vacation. Okay, um, that's fair. The way the Knicks played on the road last mm-hmm. night, the Nets played the Mavericks well. Yeah, um, you had a lot going on. The Islanders had a good win. The Jacob Degrom, and uh, now that conversation can officially begin as he is now a free agent. So a lot were, happening. There were other things besides Saints Ravens. Yeah, you know, I was at Jersey Mike's Arena watching Rutgers. So, oh, how'd they do? It was busy. Uh, good. They beat uh, Columbia by forty. Really? It was twenty five twenty one late first half. I looked up and it was like sixty eight to twenty five. They won by forty. It was cra- Yeah, they went on. They won a thirty six to six run, and it was just. Oh. Yeah, it was nuts. You must have been excited. I was, yeah, I mean, it was a good time. They, they won the game. It was, yeah, it was good. Okay, good. The place was packed. It was When's fun. their next game that you'll have Thursday. To? Thursday. Also home? Yes. Who are they playing then? Sacred Heart, I believe. Sacred Heart. Don't quote me on that, though. All right. Pretty sure. That's Thursday, then they have a game Saturday. So, bing, bang, boom, wow, here we you go. Are. Not you're pregnant, but we get started very bing, quickly. Bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. So, yeah, like, Rutgers I just basketball. had, I had very, not only that, Jeff Saturday, new interim coach of oh, the Colts, that right. press conference. A lot was, of fun let stuff. Let me play this for you. You tell right. me. What Jim Irsay is saying here. All right, so Jim Irsay, so they fired Frank Reich. Yes. Then they hired Jeff Saturday. As an interim head coach. Who is an ESPN analyst now. Yes, and a consultant for the Colts. Now he is the interim head coach. So he was a consultant. That's what the story said. Prior to hiring. Yes. 
Okay, and he has, and he's been on ESPN for a few years now. Yeah, he has zero coaching experience. Uh, yeah, none. I don't think they said actually it was the first time. I actually wrote this down, Jerry, because I found it to be of note. It says uh, he is the first head coach, even though it's interim. Yeah, with no college or pro coaching experience. What about Pop Warner? Uh, doesn't say. Never coaches kids. Okay. But that's the first time it's happened in 61 years. So two things I'll play. I'll give you a few things from Ursay this morning All coming right. up. Maybe not this hour. Okay. Fair. Number one, I mean, he completely minimizes the role of a head coach. <laughs> I guess so. You're bringing an ESPN analyst in. He basically said, I'm paraphrasing, he basically at one point goes, not rocket science. This is an easy job. <laughs> okay. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And then this is where he was going over the success of his franchise. Okay. Break this one down for me, if you will, you Mr. Al. We're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. All right. That means in the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. Got it. Could you tell me what that means? It means that uh, franchise-wise, uh-huh. we're pretty good. <laughs> we're pretty good. <laughs> <That's what laughs> like we've hit a bump, but we don't want to be. Bumps gone bump. on for four years. I know, but I feel like Indianapolis Holy is smokes. a good football town. Oh, no one ever said it's right? not a good football town. And for now, sure. and now you've got half the season where. What is this team? No now? idea. They don't have a quarterback. They have a quarterback. They don't have a coach. Right. Well, they got Jeff Saturday, and they have an interim <laughs> quarterback in Ellinger as well. I mean, it's a mess. Like, you've got eight or nine more games left. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And That's I get a- his point that they've been good, but that was when they had somebody by the name of Peyton Manning yeah. quarterback. And then, I, when and then they- right to Andrew Luck. Right, when he was healthy. Now what? You brought in Matt Ryan, didn't work out, and God forbid, according to everybody I, that I listen to and everything I read, you ain't putting him back on the field because if he gets hurt, they're going to owe him a gazillion dollars, so that's out. Right? They had Phillip Rivers there. That was okay. Yeah. But it wasn't great. They didn't win anything. great. And now they got nothing at the quarterback position. I wonder, like, uh, they got to have half as many. They got to have four home games left. Like, people have paid money so. for these tickets. Yes. What do you think tickets on StubHub are going for Indianapolis these days? Oh, cheap. It has to be, doesn't it's gotta it? It's got to be for whoever the opposing team is if you want to uh, go to downtown Indianapolis. Now, let me ask you this. I know they're playing the Raiders this week. Do you know where they that, are? That's got to be in Vegas, Raiders. right? I'm not sure, but I do know that uh, Jeff Saturday, as uh, ESPN NFL analyst, said of the Raiders, the Raiders look horrible. And now he's going to play. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, it's not like they uh, its not like they were killing it. That's bulletin board material, Jerry. Yeah. no, That's I, good for the Raiders because they suck. Uh, the the Raiders. Raiders. So what's interesting about the Raiders is they get out to leads and then they blow the lead. They're not. They just they don't finish any games. All right. So let's see. Lucas Oil Stadium. Here you go. This is a perfect one. Monday night. Now, th- now, remember what you said the other day when the Patriots played the Colts? I said that was an old school yeah, classic game. that seemed like that felt cool, right? right? Like me and Jim Irsay were locked in there. 
That felt like an upper echelon of 2000s and above top four quarter teams of the franchise history. How about this one? November 28th, Colts home to the Steelers. Oh, that's going to be all Steelers. doesn't have the same ring to it anymore, does it? No. All right, so if I go to StubHub for two tickets for that game, what do you think? You think it's cheap? Yeah, cheap. Mm, It's really not. You know what? Then they expect Steelers fans to travel. Ah, you know what? Very good point, actually. Because the cheapest ticket is way up. And it's fifty bucks to get in. So, all right, how about this one? Texans Colts. Yeah, that'll be cheap. <laughs> That's got to be brutal. There's no one from Houston struggling yes. there. Same seats, eighteen dollars. Yeah, eighteen dollars. Yes, but not I, with fees. So probably like twenty two, twenty three dollars for an away team to travel to Indianapolis. Is pretty, that's a I love that town. Yeah, from when we went there at Super Bowl, everything's right there. Everything's right there. Everything looks new and clean. The you know downtown, what I liked about the it? hotels. When when Rutgers was there for the Big Ten tournament, yeah, you get you get the scooters outside your hotel and you zip around the city. Yeah. It's so much fun. Right. So if you want to travel for a cheaper ticket, yeah. this year, go to Indianapolis. It's yeah. wonderful. I would even venture to guess if I was a Steeler fan, it's probably cheaper for a road game for a ticket than it is a home game. At Heinz Field or, yeah. whatever, or whatever it's called now. I would think. I, I don't know that. And I do know in the past there have been, whether, even in baseball, I think. I think in baseball it's been cheaper to fly to Miami and watch the Mets and Marlins than it would be to get good seats at City Field. Again, you can get into City Field and sit way up, but if you want to sit down by the field, ticket prices were ridiculous. Yeah. So... Maybe that could be the case in the NFL, too, for some places. Jim Irsay was also uh, fine with Jeff Saturday having zero coaching experience. Yeah. Because he says uh, too many of these NFL coaches rely on analytics, and he knows Jeff Saturday won't rely on those because he doesn't know what that means. Or know what, the, what he's doing. <laughs> or knows what he's doing. Apparently, yeah. yes. Well, that's – and again, that comes back to Ursay basically dumbing down the whole – idea of what a, what a coach is. I'm yeah. trying to see if I can find it because I would love to play this for you. There was also people wondering why the defensive coordinator wasn't named a head coach considering he's been the defensive coordinator there. That's a very good point. All right, listen to this. So someone says, I guess they asked him about Don Shula being a head coach in his 30s. I guess that's the reference here. Okay. And he says, yeah, there'll be a learning curve, but if Shula can do it. So can Jeff Saturday. Yes, there's a maturation curve. Shula was 32 years old. He had three nondescript years with the Detroit Lions before he took over the reins in 1963. No, the game is not different. We don't build rockets to go to Mars. We're not nuclear scientists. That is none of our jobs here. It's a very simple jobs that we do here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is so awesome. There's your owner, Colt fans. <laughs> Do you think they have any shot of beating the Ra- straight up beating I, the Raiders? Well, they shouldn't. I mean, they should look like a mess. They, they, yeah, I mean, I, I don't expect him to know what the hell he's doing. I, like, I would think it's one thing to be a player. You know the game, you're on the field. It's another thing now to be on the sidelines for the first time, having never done it before, and realizing everything's got to fall in line. Something as simple as, do we challenge, do we not challenge a play? You've literally got 15 to to 18 seconds to make that decision with three guys in your headsets telling you what they see, what they don't see. Pull the flag. Don't pull the flag. Throw the flag. I don't know what to do. Oh, crap. They snapped the ball. Can't throw the flag now. Right. Like, it's there's a lot going on. That's the other thing. He's never had the headsets on and people talking in his ear. Coach, fourth and three on our own 48-yard line. What do you want to (laughs) do? What? Ellinger, what do you want to do? It's tough. So, yes, they should be a disaster. Yeah. But what that tells me is the Colts will win. There should be 
many delay of game penalties on the Colts. Mm, yeah, Too that, many men on the field. Well, I don't think that it will look like a complete disaster because they didn't fire the players. So in theory, they should still go out there and know what they're doing. I mean the snap decisions that have to be made quickly. Go for it, not go for it. Throw a challenge flag, not throw a challenge flag. Are we going to punt? Are we setting up a return? We go on punt block. Like little things like that, I would think. Unless he's just going to sit there like a stooge with the headsets on and let the coordinators do everything. I know it's only uh, Tuesday, Jerry, but that's looking like a cool game this week. Oh, God. Well, I'll tell you what. it's It'll be a cool game in terms of you want to see a disaster. Yeah, and I do. I want to see a disaster. I don't want to see that game running smoothly. How about the fact you got Josh McDaniels against Jeff Saturday as head coaches this weekend? <laughs> wow. Listen, maybe puts them on, gets them on a winning streak and he gets the job. A winning streak of one. Yeah, one game. I mean, I suppose. I mean, they still, they're going to have to go through the hiring process and the interview process, of course, at the end of the year. This, you know, they still have to do all that. Even if, I think, I'm pretty sure. Even if they win the rest of their games, that is not automatically his job. You're right. Now, because they got to go through hire him, but you still have to. Yeah, you got the process exactly. All right, quick break. Five seventeen. We're just getting started. We've got a ton to do, and then Boomer and Geo on a a very busy election day Tuesday right here on the fan.